Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Thank you for joining us. Across from me is my lovely uh, co-host as always, Cy Amundsen. Lovely Dovely, the handsome and fun and charming Cy oh. Amundsen. Hello. <laughs> you guys can't see him, but he just slicked his hair back, and he has a cheese dick smile that isn't real. So uh, it's we're recording real. a little earlier than normal. Yeah. And to give you an idea of what Cy looks like right now, he looks like the boss of a company that didn't know he was had a Zoom meeting, but now just had to kick his mistress out of his hotel <laughs> to start the meeting. You really do. that. You know how people smile and then talk while their teeth are still together? That's what you were doing. Yeah, no, I'm really excited to be here and everything. It's is, early. What are we going to do? Everything's going great. I'll also say it's been it's been a jam-packed week. Sure. So uh, we're recording way closer to the release time than normal. True. Absolutely. And uh, Jenna has been on vacation. My lovely wife. Has, Where'd she go? She's here. She just had a week. Oh, she, so she hasn't been on vacation. No, she's basically. She's off of work. She's off of work. She's okay. focused on Psy, which is probably sure. worse than work. Oh, uh, there's no doubt about it. I get you an hour a week and I'm fucking done. You love it. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. You love it. And so uh, she was supposed to be on a European trip right now for her best friend's wedding who lives in a European country um, that I'm not sure specifically which one it is. And so <laughs> you're such a great husband. <laughs> Her best friend lives in a foreign country and you're like, I don't know, Europe. I, I, I had to make a pick. I was like, is it Britain? Is it England? Are those the same? Either way, I'm not going to look good here. So I'd rather look sure. like a not great husband than somebody who doesn't know geography. That's the path I picked. Oh, that's smart. Thank you. So she obviously isn't traveling abroad and she... Has been here at the house. So what she wanted to do this week was focus on a couple of household projects. Okay. And she went, Tim, the tool woman, Taylor. And so she, uh, it's, it's <laughs> that would be the noise of a Tim, the tool woman, Taylor would be really, really rough. <laughs> is it just, is it sexist that I just think it would be pitchier and gruntier? Well, I think... <clears throat> on average, a woman's voice is higher. Yeah, that's fair. So I don't think it's like a sexist necessarily other, other than factual. It's okay. more factual than it is sexist. <laughs> no, that, that's sound, sexist. that felt sexist. Also, yeah. complete detour. We've been watching my niece a lot this week, and okay. she, is, she doesn't know a lot of words. She's about a 16 to 18 months somewhere in there right now Ooh, ouch slow learner okay don't say that to greg don't, <laughs> dude greg because she's in she is incredibly bright she knows everything but just some kids learn words later and i think i always think it's stupid when a parent's like my kid's really smart it knows 11 knowing how to say they're just parrots babies are just like right. like little children parrots um, but yeah, if you mentioned to Greg that like, oh, she doesn't know a ton of words yet, it'd be like, oh, she knows plenty of words. She knows words. Well, maybe you shouldn't have taught her sign language and she would have learned the fucking language, the actual word language. Thank you. But she is doing probably the best thing in the world where she'll repeat anything you say, but oh, she's, yes. she sounds like sloth from Goonies. So <laughs> if you're like, all right, Alan, come on. She's like, all right. Like she sounds so funny. <laughs> 
And right now, my mission is for her first full sentence to just be, hey, you guys. It has to be. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. (laughs) That was shockingly good. Thank you so much. So Jenna's on vacation and she's doing household projects and she's been working from home and her company is planning to work from home through at least the end of the year. And her office has been in our three seasons room. We have a three seasons room because we're doing well and renting a fancy house. Uh, (laughs) It's getting cold. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. You cannot have a three seasons office when it starts getting cold. So we also have an office. And because we were only going to live here for a short period of time, Greg and I thought, well, what if we just put all our shit in there? Just in no order. Let's just it, yeah. we look like, uh, you know, like if the blue collar comedy tour did a remake of the show Samford and Son. You walk into <laughs> that room. You're like, well, there's a couple guitars. There's an elk skull. And is that two different pieces of Eric Church signed memorabilia? Like, So did they just play the song with a banjo then? <laughs> <laughs> So we, it, it's a fucking mess. It is a disaster in there. So Jenna's Greg, you big dummy. <laughs> so uh, Jenna's goal this week was to completely clean that room and turn it into her office. Okay. It took her three days. And like she found new places for everything. The Eric Church memorabilia is now up in the house. Every oh, Jesus everything <laughs> looks like she, she she spread everything out. She cleans everything up. So she comes downstairs. And this is, Chad, the direct sequence of events. I want to walk you through minute by minute. First of all, I'd like to walk you through minute by minute of when you guys started putting shit in that office. It was you and Greg going, listen, just these three things. Just these three things. And then by the end of it, you were like, we just have to get all this out by the fourth season. That's what we know. Just by the fourth season. And you guys still couldn't get your shit together because you're teaching a baby how to be sloth. I love it so much. You want, You think that I'm going to get rid of my backup, backup tackle box just because you might someday need an office in here? Fuck you. I don't believe that for a second. So we... This is this is second by second. I'm going to give it to you in real time, okay. you know, like a murder documentary reenactment. Okay. So Jenna is upstairs. The office is upstairs. We live in the downstairs. Use a different voice if you're going to do a murder thing. Jenna was upstairs. Jenna opens the basement door. Okay. And she comes downstairs and she says, hey, I finished my office. Do you want to come see it? And Chad, she is beaming with sure, pride. I bet she is. Because there's that, there's that feeling of a, like when you finish mowing a lawn or when you finish spring cleaning, just like accomplishing a shitty task, the, the wonderful feeling of looking at it and, and seeing it done, there's, sure. a, there's a lot of pride in that. So she is beaming. And okay. I say absolutely because I want to support her. And so the two of us walk upstairs and walk into the office. And in the time that she opened our basement door, said that to me, and we walked up, our dog, Kevin, 
ran into the office and took the funniest diarrhea on the floor that I've <laughs> like <laughs> and Chad Fring Frong Fring Frong Kevin takes shits dude I don't know it makes you wonder if Kevin is just literally a bag of diarrhea wrapped in curly hair it was so much I've walked him hundreds of times and his poops are tiny. This was like a swimming pool of diarrhea. Mm -hmm. And the look on her face. <laughs> the, the extreme roller coaster from utter pride to anger, disappointment and sadness. Oh, it made me laugh so fucking hard. And oh, it's, it's so incredible. Dude, the I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. Yep, she so she like really, really angry and sad and like kind of can't even get words out. Like, and then she walks off to go get stuff to clean. And I'm I'm dying. I'm having, unfortunately, the time of my life. And I was smart enough to rip my phone out and I stood back and I did one of those like I did a room panorama, you know, yeah. like you do of sunsets. And I have sent the picture off to a site that is making a print of it and they're going to frame yes. it. And so mm, one morning amazing. when she walks into her office, just straight ahead of her on the wall <laughs> is just going to be this picture of her office with a pile of diarrhea on the floor. This is pretty incredible because last night I went to Isaac's house. We had dinner. Uh, Isaac my son, is my son, for those that don't know. And we, um, he wanted to put wallpaper up. Okay. <clears throat> and so we're putting the wallpaper up and we're, I, I said, what is he? Tammy Wynette's decorator. What does he want <laughs> wallpaper up for? Hey, it's the new thing. It is It's the new thing. Yeah. It's, it's coming back in, in small quantities. He's not wallpapering the whole thing. Okay. So he just wallpapered. There's a wall that on one side of it, is his living room and on the other side it's his kitchen and so it's this little freestanding wall in the middle of the room gotcha. and that's where he has his tv stand and his tv and he wanted to put wallpaper behind it and he kept going you know i just don't know what kind of art to get because there's room up above the tv for art should i get those chinese waves those would look cool or should i get a quote like you know he really he really loves the uh, um, the man in the arena quote yeah. by teddy roosevelt and so he was asking about all that. So when he was bent over with his butt crack showing, patting down the wallpaper, I took a picture. Also, same thing. <laughs> I'm going to sneak into his apartment and put that above the TV. So it's him wallpapering on the wallpaper. wallpaper. I can't believe that shit. That's oh, incredible. We're the, we're the best. Look at us. Is this when we stopped? Look, is this the end? Is the show over? Is this the we're end done. of the podcast? We did it. Oh, uh, man. Uh, it's like on... Uh, Oh, what's that show with Jeremy Piven when he goes to school and he's like almost PCU. getting kicked out? PCU, yeah. It's when uh, Pigpen is sitting there or whatever his name is, the guy that's trying to write a theory on Michael Kahn or James Kahn and uh, why can't I think of the guy's name? Gene Hackman. Mm -hmm. in the, and he finally sees him in the same movie. And he goes, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. And he tries to stand up and he goes, pins and needles because he's been sitting for like a whole year. <laughs> It's fantastic. As a side note, uh, we 
we watched a documentary this week that might have spurned her desire for projects. It's uh, it's on Netflix. It's called The Minimalists. Can I tell you one thing before you do that? Because we were talking about shit. Yeah. I took my shit today. Okay. Yeah. And are almost, you a, are you a morning guy? I'm a morning guy. I'm a I'm a like wake up and I'll probably have to take care of this before I get in the shower sort of guy. I haven't been no, like I'm, that my whole life. I don't know. I don't know. If you become an adult and you're like, now here's your poop time, but that's what has happened to me. Well, yeah, I uh, I start my my little Nespresso machine, mm-hmm. and the smell of it, I'm out. <laughs> I have well, 15 seconds. Yeah. I have 15 seconds. <laughs> so today I thought I was going to have to call the doctor because I'm like, I think my shit has hair. It's like growing hair. No, god damn it. <laughs> it was so... But just listen to this. No. That's it's because I went to my friend's house for lunch yesterday and we had hair? seaweed salad. No, oh. seaweed salad. Yeah, why? I know. I couldn't believe it. Did you did you know you were going there for seaweed salad or did that get Fuck sprung no. on you? See, that sucks. That was sprung right when I got there. Actually, I was just picking him up and uh and he goes, "Come on in. I got some lunch for us." And I'm like, "All right." And then the he goes, "Great." I got some seaweed salad there for you and I'm going to uh, have some leftover fish that I'm going to heat up in the microwave. And I was like, okay, great. And so we ate that, and then I burped in my mask <laughs> once and then almost turned it into a fucking noose. See, I, oh my God. as someone who eats really weirdly and healthily, I have always understood that it is super inappropriate for you to try to assume that anyone else would be pleased. Like, when I have people over, like my nephew's coming over, I'm throwing a pizza in. Because right. one time I was like, I'm making food. And he said, great. And he got there, and I had made cassava tortillas with uh, a garlic vegetable spread on them. And sure. he looked at me, and he went, fuck you. This isn't lunch. Why would I eat this? And then he just left and went to Culver's. And ever since then, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't just assume that somebody's going to eat the really weird, boring shit that I eat. Well, that's what my buddy said. I was eating it, and he goes, uh, "He goes, oh, you're just kind of picking at it. And I go, well, yeah, this isn't like a normal lunch for me. It's because you're and used to goes, raking what? a fucking beach. That's how you, yeah. you, that's what you do with seaweed. <laughs> right. He goes, what do you have for lunch? I'm like, uh, cookies. What the fuck do you think I have for lunch? <laughs> Who doesn't have cookies for lunch? So uh, we, we watched this documentary, Minimalist. Okay. Have you seen it? Minimalist. I have not. It's a very interesting documentary because it combines an interesting concept, which is minimalism, only owning things that represent true value to you um, and and, and reducing everything else. It's it's an interesting, uh, intriguing concept. It combines that with a collection of the chodiest chodes on the earth. These... (laughs) And I'm sure and a reminder for the listeners, a chode is not a taint. That's a people often think a chode is a taint. A chode is a dick that is wider than it is long. Absolutely. Like a, like a tuna can dick. And these bunch of slippery chodes, everything they're saying, it, I, you've seen that before. We're like, vegans do it a lot. We're like, oh, I can, the concept of veganism is interesting to me, but you as a person, are really tough to be a human being around just your pitch 
your voice, the way you present your, and that's floor to ceiling in this documentary. I yeah, it's like it's like when an addict, it's like when an addict gets out of treatment. Yes, and it's like you better do everything right, or you're gonna get your shit called on you until they relapse. That's exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, is that how you is that how you tie your your garbage bag there? Is that because here's the thing: if you tie your garbage bag like that and it's a little bit open, some of it will spill out. No, this is not about heroin. This is just about yeah, garbage. I know. Oh, the you, garbage. You your... <laughs> Say it, it's it's the worst, but it's so I I ruined the documentary by every person that would come on. I I would listen to him speak, and I go, this guy is such sure. a piece of shit. But they, it also did something that drove me crazy, and I'd be curious to have you watch it. it. The concept, at least in this documentary, they did something that I hate, where they use an extreme to justify an extreme. The whole documentary is built around how uh, materialistic and material-driven our culture has become, and I can agree with that. But what they say is they use all this footage of Black Friday and like riots at stores and sure. people being insane. You're like, no, 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 no. It's not my fault that you can't moderate yourself. I don't have to throw away my, you know, new iPad just because you don't know how to go through Thanksgiving weekend without beating someone to death for a Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> the fact that like that 2% of our society gets in fistfights at Menards on November 27th isn't a reason to live in your house with just a fucking chair and a table. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. It's, uh, you know, I have a ton of shit that I don't need. Yeah, it's amazing. But I'm just like, it's because I have an extra room. Yeah. What, am I just going to have an empty room? You think I'm going to get rid of two Eric Church autographed oh, pieces Christ. of memorabilia? No fucking way. Everything in, in Cy and Greg's blue-collar Sanford and Son room I'm keeping that shit. I'm keeping it. I'm I bet you I bet you the sight of the two signed Eric Church things is what made Frank 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 Kevin the dog have diarrhea. <laughs> so also these two guys and I know I'm basically what I'm doing now is I'm treating you like a couples therapist who takes turns seeing the couple like he sees Cy on Tuesday, Jenna on Wednesday, and then he sees Cy and Jenna together on Thursday because we felt differently about this documentary. But these sure. these two, the two guys who were the main focus of this, mm -hmm. they both like we worked corporate jobs and I was just killing myself for what to buy stuff, more stuff. And I thought stuff could fill the void inside me. And when I realized, f f fuck you, dude. <laughs> so these two guys, they left corporate America jobs, right? And they're okay. preaching minimalism. But together, they have written two books. And they executive produced this documentary that got sold to Netflix. So mm. they are, and I can say this as I'm doing the same thing. They are chasing some version of fame. They're not just minimalists living in a house in Idaho, not bothering anybody. They're trying to get this out there with their names on it, which also someone could argue is a poisonous behavior. So maybe your problem isn't the stuff. Maybe it's, maybe it's you, dude. Maybe it's maybe oh, it's absolutely maybe them. it's you. 
It's like, listen, don't don't tell me that you love minimalism just because one time you brought a date home after your divorce and the only thing you had was a fucking little TV <laughs> set up on a TV or on a TV tray that you're supposed to use for dinner. And then one chair you got from the thrift store and your acoustic guitar right next to it. Fuck off. You got called on your shit and you're like, no, listen, babe. It's just like, it's what I do. I don't, I have tons of money. No possessions. Don't need possessions. No possessions. Dude, it's like uh, one of our good friends, the very funny Mike Brody. uh, He is sober recovered yes he's he's a guy that i look up to as a, he's one of those friends that i look up to as a man who's handled his shit really well absolutely but he also has an incredibly addictive personality so even though he's not drinking or doing any drugs at this point in his life you might call him someday and be like what are you doing mike he's like i just ordered a couple new shark jaws online you're like say what he's like yeah i've been co- collecting shark jaws you're like oh so it's just you know, it's way better than drugs and alcohol, but you could also make the argument that owning 11 shark jaws is also right. It's also yeah, it's like, well, I, I have this extra money and I don't want to buy drugs because that won't be great. Shark jaws, shark jaws. I remember my brother Greg had a shark jaw and gave it to my friend Mike in the midst of yeah. his shark jaw collecting days. And <laughs> He was a real, real happy boy. He was really... That's one more thing that Jenna didn't have to clean out of the office. <laughs> hey, I need to tell you something. If you guys can hear muffled voices coming through my side of the audio, I I'd can't. like you to know that I don't have anyone in my basement. My neighbors are moving. It's going to be, I'm going to have the fourth new owners of this house in five years. So it's either haunted or I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, it's one, one of those. Of <laughs> it's one of those two. It's one of those. <laughs> Um, I genuinely uh, can't. I know you were worried about that also before the show, but I genuinely can't hear them at all. Okay, great. I, can I step back to the Kevin Jenna diarrhea saga? I, I was hoping this whole time that you would. Because it made me realize something about myself. Like I, I learned, like I looked back on an origin story of sorts <laughs> because I do. I don't like to see people suffer. I don't like it when people go through negativity. Um, sure. But there's always been something incredibly funny to me when like when somebody's really proud of something mm-hmm. and it like there's like a mishap at the end of it. If if Kevin would have set the office on fire, I would not have thought sure. that was funny because it's not fixable. But right, correct. the fact that Jenna's moment of reveal and pride <laughs> was ruined by dog diarrhea is incredible. It's like if you train for a marathon for six months and then as you're coming to the finish line in front of all your family and those hundreds and or thousands of people watching you slip and fall and you you still get on on kevin's diarrhea (laughs) you still get up and finish the race so it didn't hurt your time and you're physically okay but the fact that you were just out jogging in like the winter time 12 miles a day just thinking of that moment when you cross that finish line and you're parents are there and your spouse and your kids and they're ready to take a picture and then you just fucking biff it so funny to me it would be it would be like that show with uh, ty bennington where they would fix the house up and then at the end everyone would go move that bus and then they move the bus and two staff members are just fucking hard in the bushes <laughs> they're like ah uh, guys come on 
we're gonna redo that. Yeah. <laughs> Finish up. This is our moment. There was something very funny and weird. We'll start over. <laughs> uh, but I, I was thinking about it after it happened, and I know why my brain works that way. So when I was 12 years old, my dad oh, uh, wanted to build a chair. So he's oh, thank God. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for saying that. You paused after my dad, and I was like, oh, no. Speaking of move that bus, we're about to get the big reveal. Oh, shit. When I, I can't believe it. Like, the reason I'm like this is because when I was 12, my dad dot 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 just fucking waiting <laughs> like wanted to build a chair i'm like oh fuck oh thank god oh my god oh, yeah, what, if, what if this was just 78 episodes of <laughs> realizing what my dad did to me <laughs> just building and building and it took your dog shitting in your <laughs> wife's new room for you to remember what he did so when I was 12, my dad would go through hobbies and he he's a surprisingly creative guy like but he, he'll pick up a hobby and he'll do it and he'll get good at it. And then generally he'll move on. Sure. There when when I was really young, he wanted to get into like clay sculpture stuff okay. and he made the most incredibly impressive one thing he made one thing in his whole life it's a it's a black lab it's a labrador retriever just okay. sitting and it's fucking perfect and then he never made another one so we just have a, a like a, an eight inch tall ceramic fucking black lab that my dad <laughs> which if you've been to my house shouldn't surprise you we got like wildlife art everywhere and shit in my dad's house it's a it's a real uh bill angle let me just tell you i would never fucking play jumanji at your house <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. they'd all be way too close <laughs> when they came to life so uh he, he would cycle kind of through hobbies um and when i was 12 he got the idea that he wanted to build a chair mm -hmm. completely from scratch so what he does is he goes in the backyard we have like a crick back there and there's a bunch of like thin birch trees okay so he by hand cuts down the birch trees. Sure. He well, they were thin, not that impressive. Keep going. He dries, hardens the wood. He, he Ooh, hardens the wood. He hardens the wood. He cuts. Was twelve. He cuts. He cuts all of it. He's got all his pieces ready. He goes through each piece of wood and hand whittles and crafts. Oh, nice. So, like, this is like a literal no machines handcrafted chair so he builds it and it's i'm trying to give you basically it's like slats every every piece of tree is like a pole and they're sure. all uh framed together so kind of like it looks like an old rocking chair but it doesn't rock gotcha this it takes him probably two months throughout the summertime Mm -hmm. And he worked so hard on it and he'd finished it up. He'd sat on it and like my brother Greg and I had sat on it together. It's, it's an impressive chair and uh, he's so proud of it. And uh, my mom's sister, Mary Jean, and her husband, Uncle Doug, who has been my Uncle Doug, who has been mentioned on this show before. Uh, That's right are up at the cabin and my dad and uh, old uncle Doug got along really close and okay. uh, he brings 
Doug in back to show him the chair. And Doug is not a small guy. Doug's <laughs> six foot three, six foot four, three hundred pounds. He's a big, big guy. But mm-hmm. this this is a sturdy chair. And my dad goes, Have a seat. Sit on down. And he's I was back there with him. It's same face as Jenna had. Just big beaming pride from ear to ear. <laughs> and my big uncle Doug didn't sit on the chair. He fu- he took a load off. Like he Oh no. And Chad, he fucking annihilated the chair. Mm-hmm. You remember when Chris Farley fell on the coffee table and van down by the river? This thing <laughs> shot out like a cartoon. It got destroyed and it was so fucking funny. It was so funny, but my dad, wonderful man, has a temper to him. Like we couldn't ce- like we couldn't celebrate it at all and laugh. We had it was like weeks of us being like, "All right, we're going to stand for dinner." If he if he asked you how your day was, don't mention school. It sounds like stool, which is like a chair. Like we were like <laughs> underground railroad shit. We're waking up in the middle of the night, going out to the shop to laugh with each other for forty minutes because we can't do it in the daytime. It's dude. It's it it devastated him on a level where, like I said, he my dad my uncle Doug has passed away now. Yep. Um, my dad loved him, loved him with all his heart. Was very close with him. Uh, when I was living in L.A., I started building furniture. I built like a coffee table and a and a TV stand and a few other things. When I built my first thing, I sent it in a group thread to our family. It was a coffee table. <laughs> and everybody was being very nice. Like, oh, it looks great. Oh, you should make me one. And all my dad wrote in the thread was, don't let your Uncle Doug get near it. <laughs> 18 years later... He's still so devastated by that moment that his first response is, you should worry about your uncle as a ghost sitting on the coffee table you oh, made. It's fucking awesome. You should have sent back a PDF of the three little pigs and been like, don't fucking build stuff out of wood, you dumb shit. <laughs> hey, I know I'm shifting gears quite a bit, but this just in. News from Fergus Falls, Minnesota. News from Fergus Falls. That was fun. That was Thank uh, you. what was that a uh, news newsroom beep? Yeah, it was like from the fifties. <laughs> well, that sounds like a robot short circuiting when they fuck. But listen, that a, was a actually was... that was actually the Branson newsroom. They this guy was going a hundred miles per hour in a parking lot. How? And what? huge multi-car crash. Uh-huh. And I didn't even realize it, but I heard it when I was driving by. I thought it was a small explosion or a gunshot because cops immediately passed me going the other way back to where I'd heard the where I'd heard the deal. Holy shit. Now, I'm going to tell you how I got this information. Uh, so so go ahead. I what parking 100 miles per hour in a, did he veer off a street into a parking he must have he must have he it, it, it could have been drunk could have been a uh cop chase i i, I don't you don't know chase, the i'm specifics. not sure yet all beca- and i'll tell you why i don't know for sure <laughs> it's because let's take a step back <laughs> i've been learning spanish for 130,000 years. <laughs> I can't do it. I end up taking breaks. And then when I go back to my app, I end up 
having to retake all these things that I know where it's like, what does she mean? And that's no fun, right? It's I literally, wanna... I, we exaggerate as comedians, but it's, it's literally been like a decade, hasn't it? It's been a very long time. Yeah. yeah. A very long time I've tried learning Spanish. But here's the problem. It's like you need to be immersed in it, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, hard, it's hard to just learn Spanish. So, so my point is on this app, you can pay an extra $20 to text with someone in Spanish, or you can take harder tests. Okay. So instead, what I do is I go down to a Mexican restaurant in town. Oh, smart. And I know that there's a lot of things that white people do that are embarrassing, mm -hmm. but there's none none more in my opinion. Well, yes, there are. But one of, one of the big ones is when they go into a Mexican restaurant and go, well, grassy ass, Juan. I mean, <laughs> it's like, come on. What are we doing? Just say thank you. Which is worse, that or the white lady who's married to a Hispanic fellow who walks in and goes, Hi, I'm here to pick up my prescriptions. My name is Bev Johnson, and I'd like to pick up for my husband, Juan Hernandos Elemando Gomez. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have the answer to that, <laughs> although I did enjoy it quite a bit. One of life's greatest riddles. You know my, you know my take on Christina... Aguilera. Aguilera. So I go down there and I, I said to the guy immediately, right? Because he comes over and he's like, hola, amigo, que pasa? Like all this stuff. And yeah. I'm just like, I go, here's the deal. I will give you like normal, normal 25% tip. Yeah. However, I'd also, when, when you're at the bar and I come in here and get a beer, I'd like to try some Spanish, but I'd, I'll pay you. Okay. Because I'd like to I'd like to actually speak with someone instead of texting or whatever, right? And so I go down there and I feel like I'm getting pretty good. I mean, we've had some conversations, we've had some decent kind of long things. I, I can stay in it. But then last night I go down there and I say to him, What's up? And he starts speaking Spanish at a fucking rate faster than the car was going. And he thought I knew what he was talking about because we've been speaking Spanish. And so I got zero information and I just kept going, see, see, see. So all I know is someone was going 100 miles per hour in a parking lot, hit two other cars. I don't know if they're all okay. I don't know what's happening because it was told to me in Spanish. Rapido. <laughs> I, uh, I love also that you knew it you you originally learned of it from the sound yeah because i remember was rough i remember when i was pretty young probably 13 years old uh in the summertime you know we ran the resort up there and our neighbor was our neighbor was like this in, pretty insane kid uh sure. where like you know he fuck every weekend he'd have wild parties he would like yep. if you during the day you'd be like, did he just ride a, a dirt bike off the off the dock, off a ramp, off the dock? That feels like that's bad for the engine of a dirt bike. Yeah, I don't I don't see that being insane. I kind of like it, but so continue. yeah, they he's he's for small town Minnesota. Everybody's like, well, yeah, that's uh that's Jeff over there. He he ain't he ain't abiding by the laws. 
Um, and so <laughs> his dad ain't his dad; it's his cousin. <laughs> so uh, this is mom's cousin. The town of Parker's Prairie, Minnesota, like I've basically blew up when I was thirteen. There was this huge explosion in town; like there was a gas leak, and it blew mm. up. Like several buildings were like pretty destroyed, and seven miles away, we could hear and feel the explosion. Oh, wow. And I just remember the moment it happened, everyone, everyone immediately was like, it was him. He's got a pet (laughs) snake. It was him. And that was literally, there were multiple people who they cited the fact that he had a pet snake, that he would be the, he was the number one suspect for blowing up a whole town because he liked to get drunk and fuck with motorbikes and shit. And, And can you believe that there's so much disinformation on Facebook. <laughs> Just imagine. I mean, people are so fucking dumb. Fergus Falls is the biggest gossip mill I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've told this story on here before, but I've, I've heard somebody, there was a, a football coach, Lloyd Dan Zeezen at the community college, and somebody goes, it's freezing today. And an hour later, somebody go, you hear Lloyd Dan Zeezen's gay? That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard about that just now. It's insane. Yeah, it was Facebook when they when they conceptualized Facebook. Somebody in that meeting when it was really going big should have been like, "Hey, I'm I'm concerned about this being in small towns. Me myself, <laughs> I am from a small town, and uh, Judy, uh, church treasurer." She sprained her ankle and limped for three days in July of 97. And most children still think she has a wooden leg. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if we should just let these people talk with pictures. Like it's it's well, the, the problem is it started off as a way for frat boys to rate girls looks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like if you're in a small town, go to the Dairy Queen. That's where the cute girls are, but newsflash, she's 16 and she's already fucking married, so relax. <laughs> also, if if this thing goes the way you and I are predicting, which is obvious civil war, destruction of society, everything's over, world's over. Can you imagine if like if it finally happens and and I'm obviously being exaggerative here, but if we all show up at heaven, you know, those of us who get to go, uh if we all <laughs> If we all show up in the afterlife, because you know, there's there's always that picture of uh, people like waiting at the gate, and it's like the long line of people waiting at the gate. But if it all, if it was like some big cataclysmic event, you know, or some major nuclear war, something horrible happened, right? There'd be a lot of us in that line, and everybody was like, "Well, how'd you get here?" The idea that somebody would have to be like, "All right, guys, everybody, quiet down. I'll speak for the group." I'll speak for the group. Uh, these two twins, everything was going fine, right? Age of technology, <laughs> the world's amazing. You could get on the internet, find the answer to any question you've ever had. Life is amazing. And then these two fucking twins and some loser at Harvard <laughs> created something to rate hot girls, and it did destroy the world. It ruined the <laughs> whole fucking world and. Now we're here. And I got to be honest, I just want to let you know as you're checking in, a lot of these people don't like each other for pretty invalid reasons. <laughs> uh, before 
before the show ends, uh, we've let's we've been getting both of us a lot of messages of uh, about a year ago. We did a questions episode where we let people write us questions. It's not a very creative idea. We let people write us questions, and what we did was we picked the most interesting ones. I don't, I, I don't want anybody to be like, "What's it like to do stand-up comedy?" Pick, ask weird <laughs> questions about the world, ask insane shit. But if you guys over the next, uh, you know, week or two here, send us all your questions. Uh, we'll do another questions episode as best we can, and maybe, maybe we'll air it. Uh, the week of November 3rd when Chad and I are in Costa Rica together. Tengo que ir. Oh, is that how you say that? That means I got to go. Oh, hold on. Oh, it does. I don't know Spanish, and I'm not good at listening. We got to tell him the email address. Justin, uh, Haybales, our producer, sent me. It's The email is middleofsomewherepod at gmail.com. M-I-D-D-L-E-O-F. S-O-M-E-W-H-E-R-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. And here's the big news, Chatty Daddy. Mm -hmm. Guess who's going to be asking us the questions? I don't know who's going to be asking us the questions, but I can't wait. Hey, Bales will make his... Hey, Bales is back? He will make for the questions episode, he will make a grand return to the program uh, as the question asker. I can't wait. So what I'd like to have is probably around a dozen questions. So if you could just put one question in each of your pockets in your shorts, that should do the trick. Boom. Boom. Tengo que ir. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.